0: Welcome to Breaking Down Bits, a conversation about great comedy bits with the comedians who wrote and performed them. Hey, welcome back to Breaking Down Bits. I'm Brian Gendron. I'm Drew Jordan, and we're excited to be getting into season three uh, starting next week. And uh, yeah, it's been it's been a crazy year, but it's been really fun to continue these conversations with great comics and just continue continually trying to get better at comedy, no matter what the world kind of throws at us. Right.
1: That's right. Yeah, it's, We are now into 2021. We're about to kick off season three. We've, uh, we've had a lot of growth, I think, individ- as individuals, as comics, ourselves, and we've heard a lot of great stories from people uh, like you out there listening who have also grown, and we've got to see it first, Andrew, through these uh, online feedback mics you've been doing, right?
0: Yeah, you know what? I didn't tell you about this, but actually, um, at a mic on Thursday here in town, a guy came up to me and said, hey, I found the Breaking Down Bits podcast, and I heard that you guys were in Houston, and so... That's what encouraged me to come out and do my first open mic. So it's like, oh, that is incredible. Like the fact that that anything that we could be a part, we can be a part of someone's journey like that. That's rad. Like, thanks for letting us be a part of your your comedy writing and your comedy like education, I guess. Like we're, we're flattered to be a part of that. Sure. Yeah. And, and we've
1: we've been very honest and upfront about this. We're new comics. You know, we've been in it for Drew's been in it for now two years. I'm almost on two years. And so we're learning right alongside you with these comics. And uh, and it's so incredible to hear the stories from across the country. We've had several people come on for the first time and do comedy on our open mic on the online open mic. So uh, this is great watching everybody grow. And, and in spite of a pandemic, comedy continues and, and will I think will be stronger as a result.
0: Yeah, those, on, those online open mics are one of my favorite things to do now. We get to interact with people all around the world. Um, some amazing great writers are helping us tag up our jokes. We're sharing our perspectives. It's a great time. If you want to get in on that, make sure you're emailing in uh, to breakingdownbits at gmail.com. We do that on Tuesdays at, uh, I guess, technically it's uh, 9 Eastern. 9 o'clock Eastern, we are here
1: most Tuesdays. you can email us in just just throw us the date that you want to get on and we'll try and get you up uh and we'll, we'll get you up at some point so uh, usually they fill up pretty fast sometimes we have to go out to social media and post it but for the most part we, we get it over email but email us in we'll add you to the list and uh, we'll hope to have you on a, a future mic you get five minutes and you get three minutes of feedback and it's been invaluable for my comedy so i love it uh, another place you can get to us is breakingdownbits.com. That's of course where you can get all the episodes that we we've done. We've already done you know two seasons, twenty episodes of great content. And there's also I've added Drew to the page, a place where you can learn more about the open mic, what we do there. So awesome. breakingdownbits.com. Uh, before we get into our season two recap, let's talk about a couple of fun things we have coming up, man. Uh, so where, where are we going on, on January 29th?
0: Yeah, we're trying to, we're, we're going to finally break out of Houston. Uh, and we have a cool partnership. We're going to hop over into Austin. And uh, on the side, kind of down on the down low, I'm shooting a new episode of New to Drew in Austin. But we're also going to hop in to a showcase over there. And so if you're in Austin, the details maybe you can pop in and hear us uh try to do comedy that's right you'll find us at the whiskey tango foxtrot
1: wtf ice house in austin on january 29th we're looking forward to it and through uh it, it came through a relationship that we got through the show so Absolutely. Uh, and then just booked yesterday this is actually really exciting we'll be in lafayette louisiana at the worst beer garden opening, <laughs> opening for <laughs> the sounds sure, sure it's
0: German, right? That's a German thing. I'm sure of it. Yeah. It ain't the best beer garden.
1: It's the worst beer garden. Uh, and, and it's a relationship drew that we got through this show. Actually, we're going to talk about the episode a little bit later. We're going to be both uh, opening in front of Ian Lara at the worst beer garden on March 12th. How cool is that? Uh,
0: that's incredible.
1: Yeah. Uh, and then of course, he'll be doing uh, the riot, which is my comedy show in Houston on march 13th so all this happens through breaking down bits this has been wonderful for us and and again wonderful to watch all you grow but if you're in lafayette or or austin come check us out
0: yeah it's gonna be a fun time we'll get all those details up i'm sure uh as as we get a little closer to the date love to see you um yeah so you want to hop into this recap of season two
1: Man, let's do it. You know what I'm gonna do to kick things off? Let's watch a quick clip with our first interview of season two. It
2: is our job to make fun of all these subjects. It's our job. It's what we do. And and and, and also let's let's break down the you know, breaking down bits here. Let's break down the word making fun. Oh, he made fun of black people. Yes, I'm making it fun. That's what mm. I'm doing. That's what this is. It, wouldn't it be great if we can make things fun? Like, that's the beauty of being a stand-up comedian. So, yeah, I'm going to make fun of 9-11 when I'm in New York and the, it's I'm doing comedy in 2005. I'm going to make fun of that. I'm going to make mm. fun of uh, these fascists or the or the Black Lives Matter movement. Like, that's what's happening in our world. It's our job to make it fun. But you do have to be cautious that if you're going to venture into that territory, then, you you know, if you're going to war... You come prepared. You got weapons and you've got armor and shit. And I think the same thing with jokes. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna go into that war zone, make sure that you got the jokes and you've got the right opinion about it.
1: All right, Jeff Die, season or episode eleven with Jeff Die. It's he puts it on us as comics to make these things fun, which is really in the writing. You can hit on these sensitive issues even in the PC era. As long as it's well written, it becomes the subtext of the joke. And like he said, you got armor and you're you're prepared for it. But you, it's our job to hit these topics.
0: Yeah, a lot of fun information in that episode about writing and his writing style. You know, we I think we mentioned it several times um, about him going on airplane mode and just like taking some time away from everything to write every day. And great episode. Uh, an incredible guy with a super fun um, career. He's done some crazy stuff. He was the he was the lead actor in Drunk on a Plane, that country music video, which is insane. So, this guy's got uh, a lot of fun stories and a great kickoff to our season two. Uh, if you didn't catch that one, that's one to go back and check for sure.
1: Yeah, he talked about at one point. Uh, Tony Hinchcliffe said that he was, or not was Tony Hinchcliffe. It was. Uh, 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 one of those other dipshits. Um, I can't. I can't. Remember. But he said that he's eighty uh, percent smiles and twenty percent jokes, and he's like, you know what? Lean into it. Show them that you're having a good time out there. And there's so many comics that are that are depressed, and that you it helps you stand out. I thought that that was really relatable to me
0: yeah i like that because that's more my style as well like i you know, I, I just like i'm a little smiley i'm an easy laugh sometimes you just got to lean into whoever what you are you know
1: exactly so check that episode out episode 11 with jeff die that was a lot of fun uh we can go into episode 12 let me start with a clip Is that cool yeah like funny faces are such a forgotten thing in stand up mm. like you know cedric the entertainer he's insane he can get a lot he has visual callbacks <laughs> a body posture or a hold the mic a certain way yeah it's just as effective as a callback as if he wants to say anything so um i i think that like that joke i was riffing it and then eventually like you said like you just the next night you uh you act it out a little bit and then once you act it out then you can tag the act out with more verbalization and then it all just kind of uh mixes together over the course of a week or a month or a year, you know? All right, Sam Talent, man, that was a great episode.
0: Yeah. So very, I would say the opposite thing. What you might hear from a lot of very interesting and he is a super interesting guy. Actually, I first ran into him at Liquid Laughs in Boise and you know, Apparently, every other knows how great he is. He's got a great book out, Uh, a wonderful conversation with him, Uh, and just yeah, he's just he's he zigs when you think he's gonna zag, kind of situation. He's an interesting guy.
1: Got it. Yeah, no, Sam was a uh, great get. Uh, he was actually just on WTF with Mark Marin. Yeah. And he's just somebody who's just he's just so happy to be getting all this. He's, he wrote the, the book, of course, Running the Light, which is widely regarded by all by comics fiction. It's a it's about this yeah. this this guy who's on his uh, his comedy journey. And he's, he's just kind of it's his last, you know, he's, he's lost everything else. It's all he's got is comedy. It's so relatable to a lot of comics. Right. And So those yeah. books are selling off the shelf. Uh, and, he, and here he was talking about uh, act outs and and, uh, and the, the clip that we watched was actually his audition for for just for laughs and uh, and he killed it absolutely killed
0: one of the craziest things that I recall from that episode was that he said like uh, he didn't care about completely making up like, he's like he has a lot of jokes about interacting with his wife he's like yeah I just made it up like, yep. it's not based in any kind of truth at all. And I'm fine with that, which is the opposite from what a lot of comics think. So I think it's, if you're looking for some outside perspective, some ways to kind of freshen up your, if you're locked in your ways, maybe this episode's good for you to kind of like break out of your habits.
1: Absolutely. And the one thing that I've added into my act after talking with Sam was this idea of having a visual callback in my act out and that's something I've added to one of my best bits and, and it works. And so I owe that to Sam. Go ahead and check that episode. I, I really, really enjoyed that. That talk with Sam. Yeah, it was a great one. Let's go ahead and queue up our next video, man. This is why I say never kill your babies. I've heard this so many
2: times, older comedians giving younger comedians advice. If it doesn't work out, get it. Let it go. Bullshit, 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 bullshit. If you think it's funny, I don't care if it bombs for fucking five years straight. If you think it's funny, if you believe in your fucking comedy art, that this idea you came up with is funny, save it, never kill it, put it somewhere, always have it ready to go, because you never fucking know a dog might get elected mayor. In Vermont. <laughs> ah,
1: yeah. And that, that's how it was the whole episode, by the way, so much fun.
0: So much energy uh, and just a—I think just a wonderful premise for the whole episode is really based around that fact is like sometimes if you believe you have a bit and it's just not working, a lot of people will tell you to just give up on it. And this is a great reminder. And his story proves is the example that proves uh, hang on to those bits if you really believe they're funny. Sometimes, if you give it enough time, something will happen in the world. Something will happen in your life. All the pieces will align, and you can make that joke work. Uh, and that gave me hope for some things that I love that I haven't figured out yet. I go, okay, I'm gonna keep them on the shelf. I'm gonna put them on the corkboard over here, and one day, one day, maybe they'll come through. Yeah,
1: I mean that that clip really summarizes it. That that sticks in my head almost every time I hit stage is is just. Hey, that didn't work this time on an open mic. That's all right. Hang on to it. And I've already seen that since recording that with Sean, that some jokes come back around like that. And uh, like, you know, the, I've got a bit where I talk about my two kids, I compare them to Republicans and Democrats Well, I've got, I've been able to update that and change that with, with the, you know, as a result of things that happened last week, a political joke. And so never kill your
0: babies yeah especially if they're your real children
1: don't yeah see. don't really don't kill your real children either that's right <laughs> uh so go ahead and please 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 go listen to that high energy episode with sean pat episode 13. yeah uh our next talk drew was with tom takar a huge fan of tom you know they stopped doing the podcast the the comedy central podcast that he was on which was really too bad it was a great i I really enjoyed it uh and coach t put that together every week and they did such a good job but it doesn't take anything away from tom the comic he's an incredible uh comic the the clip we watched was him in uh new orleans for his comedy central and uh he talked to me what was relatable is he talked about he went for like a 10 mile run before his show. And that's something that I do and it helps me process. And in fact, I, you know, I did yoga today, but while exercising, I got a tag for one of my good jokes that I'm going to bring on stage
0: tonight. Yeah, that's how it works. I, the, in this episode, in this season, I think what really came through in a lot of episodes was a very, very, very common writing style is just talking to yourself. And it's not so many people are put the pen and paper later in the process and it's not like they go to a coffee shop with a with a pad and a pen and just try to write jokes it really is just letting it bounce around in your head keeping like you know that's why the shower you know you you just you're you're dedicated to just nothing else and so if you're running you're kind of locked out of you can't look at your phone and all those kind of stuff so i think that was a kind of a thread that came through this whole season and we heard different people's perspective on how to create that their best material and how, how, how it kind of surfaced.
1: Yeah. That's a really good point, Drew. Cause he talked about doing it uh, in his car on the way to gigs. we've heard this from a few other comics, but what a great way uh, it's, it's, it's been said, and I, I almost believe it's, I, I believe it's true. That it's easier to get booked in, in a city that's not your own. Uh, and so yeah, you know, we're in Texas, Houston, you know, we could get booked in Austin or San Antonio or some of these cities that are a couple hours away. That can be great opportunity to do some writing. So, uh, yeah. you know, if you, if you're looking to, to grow as a comic, it also allows you to get into a different market. So, uh, do it professionally, but go approach some other markets, a couple cities over and, and, uh, take that car time to write
0: yeah not a bad idea
1: very good so check it out with Tom Takar uh, love Tom we had a great talk with him such a such a fan of comedy and so that was a, a really nice episode
0: also if you see the title of the episode Graveyard Babies I'll just tease you with this it has something to do uh, Graveyard Babies uh, with his uh, preparation before he walks on stage you don't want to miss that one If that's, I'll give you a little teaser a little reason to go through and listen to that one uh, graveyard baby, uh, it's good.
1: Don't kill your graveyard babies. Okay, next uh, next episode was really cool because this is kind of a almost like a comedic hero of mine. I it's uh, we we did a talk with John Caparulo, episode fifteen. Uh, what an incredible comic! I mean, what we looked at was was for almost three years he was putting out a new five to seven minutes every month, and then we looked at one of those called capsules.
0: Yeah. What a self-starter. He's doing a lot of stuff over there. I think that is really good. Um, we talked a little about it. I think it's a comic book cartoons. He's trying to really like expand what he's doing to not just stand up, you know? Um, and I think my favorite response from his, when we were said, Hey, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Like, yeah, what else am I doing? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) He's such a fun guy. Very nice guy and uh was just really open and honest about his career talked about his management management situation in that episode a little bit so you get some business knowledge from him on this one as well uh, but man just uh just a fun guy I'm, I'm excited the next time i'm in vegas hopefully everything's open and he'll have his show kind of back up and running. The there. Yeah,
1: when, when to get a manager, what to look for in a new manager. I think we called it Pippen is better than Jordan. So, yeah. again, another another teaser to find out why Scottie Pippen is better than Michael Jordan and how that impacted John's career. Yeah. Uh, so let's look at uh, episode 16, uh, very important episode because we talked about it up top. We're going to be working with this guy here in uh, in March, but uh, we had a talk with Ian Lara, a New York City comic, coming up quickly in New York.
0: Yeah, what a bro! This guy, this guy was super amazing. He, he just really opened up. I'm, I'm so surprised. I guess sometimes that these guys really do open up and share a lot of their inside playbook in these, in these interviews, and it's just so helpful stuff that you wouldn't think you could just like ask and get answers on. This, this guy really shared a lot in this episode, and, and clearly, we made a, a really fun connection with him. He, he's been a great. Uh, and, and I guess growing as a, a friend of...
1: Yeah, I mean, just one of the one of the comics that stuck around for like 45 minutes after and just continued to talk about comedy. And remember, we, off air, we got into who are our favorite comics. And then that, that got into more conversation and then eventually led to where he's like, hey, man, you've going to ask Mark if he wants to do the show. And we're just Mark Norman. And we're like, absolutely. So uh, just just a, a lot of fun, uh, you know, from a from the, the content of the episode. I remember him talking about how patient he was through the process. He started comedy right out of school and then he did two years of open mics didn't didn't do any showcases until he felt like he was ready and then he started the showcases and then of course he's, he's been able to go on tour and do some some pretty amazing things uh comedy central the tonight show Jimmy Fallon, and all that so
0: and the title of the episode, Always Bring It, just another great reminder that even sometimes we have a we have a temptation sometimes. If you're on an open mic or a or a show and it's not really sold out, there's not a lot of people there, you might be tempted to kind of half ass it and just like kind of like <sighs> kind of begrudgingly make it through your set. And this is a, he says, uh, and gives a great reminder there, always bring your absolute best. Always try to kill. You never know who's watching. The other comics in the room who see you half-assing it and not really caring it, that's not really caring. That's not what you want. Like, um, if you want to be a, a comic who's respected by audiences and other comics, always bring your best. And I know it's just a, it's a dumb temptation that we have when the show's not great or it's very low attended to kind of like, just kind of throw in the towel, but a great, great reminder to just say, bring it 100% of the time. Always.
1: Yeah. Well said drew. Uh, so he, he's another comic that before I go up on mic, it's yeah, an open mic. It's in the back of my head. Just try your best. Do you, you came here and be you pre- prepared just Do your best, no matter how, how bad the room is, no matter who you have to follow, Whatever the elements are, it's you're you're in control of that situation. So, yeah. uh, please 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 go check out that episode uh, episode sixteen with Ian Lara. He shares quite a bit. He did a lot of talking. It was it was excellent. I loved all. Of it. <laughs> we didn't have to do anything. He pretty much just ran the episode. <laughs> carried the show. He <laughs> carried the show. All right. The next next one we had was a lot of fun. We got a lot of great feedback from this episode uh, uh, episode seventeen with Jay Sheridan, uh, who since who. Uh, First got me off guard with Jay. It's like he like learned stand-up in college. I'm like, what? Where was this when I was in school? Who didn't tell me? Who told me I missed this major?
0: Yeah, he actually had uh, classes that he attended. That's incredible. He uh, graded on uh, yeah. comedy. Yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. I wish I would have had that. I also wish I would have started about a decade earlier. But hey, you know, you just got to go with what you got. But such a fun guy. Such a, just a sharp, sharp rider. Uh, I loved one of the things that I really connected with him on was the ordering of jokes and how to preserve some surprise. So on this on the clip that we hear uh, he uses an opener because it was a very very short set that he never actually uses in, in his regular sets because it gives away too much. So it's some strategy in how he how he orders his set and how he uh, chooses what jokes to do. So if you have one joke that gives away, three lines, he would say cut that joke. And then you get the three individual punchlines and surprises. And uh, I really appreciated that because I, I that's something I struggle with in my, in my set. So if you are trying to figure out your order, how to keep creating surprise as you reveal your character on stage, this is a great episode for you. Yeah. And and he had the episodes
1: called autonomy and anonymity and just the anonymity piece is like your unknown is actually can be an advantage to you. You know, you can show up and just like shock people with how good you are, how prepared you are. And so that can be something that actually helps you where, you know, it's really looked at as a, as a, as a downside. Maybe you don't have any credits or anything. No use that to your advantage and really go out and bring it. So check out that episode 17 with our friend Jay Jordan. I'm going to tee up the next one with the video.
0: Repetition and cadence is also good for comedy because comedy oh. is mathematical and math is music. And when you hit certain beats, the audience is going to laugh even if they don't want to. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that was just that. Do we just do a bit of schoolhouse rock just then? <laughs> Put a beat on that. It's hard. <laughs> Oh gosh, she was super fun, great conversation, and and that that is a fun point. Sometimes it's not even about what you say, it's how you say it, and the rhythm, and the cadence, and I think sometimes, especially um, white guy, stands still, say jokes into the mic comics, you know, which there are a lot of us out there, um, we forget how you say it is so important, that rhythm and that cadence can bring so much, and actually... It's like be a joke almost on its own, no matter what you're saying.
1: Yeah. The the the, the best bit that I have, it's called Creamy fish hook. And it's a, uh, I have the beats down. Like the, there's a rhythm to that joke. Hold on. I got my son here. He's going to come up and say He's hello. Gonna, does he have a tip?
0: Yeah. You want to talk comedy with
1: us? Uh, this, this this is a call back to the Sarah Tiana episode where she had her yeah. son on the show uh, but no, but I just have the beats down and the rhythm down and I can do it, you know, with, with uh, blindfolded uh, with my you know hands tied behind my back because I just know the rhythm of that joke. I know where the laughs are. And so once you have a bit what, what that was encouraging is, you know, you got to go out and get the reps and keep doing the same joke, no matter how much you feel like you're tormenting the other comics you see day in and day out at these at these mics. You gotta keep working those bits. I mean, hunt, You talk to the pros; they do them a hundred times. You gotta do it. You gotta put the time in on the same jokes.
0: And maybe you have a joke that's not really working. Maybe adding a little cadence. What's up, buddy? Uh adding a little cadence, adding a little rhythm to it can totally bring new life to the joke. So if a joke's not working, you know, we talked about hanging on to ones you love, maybe this is an option, something that just another tool in the tool bag. You can say it's not working the way I'm delivering it now. What if I put a little rhythm into it and, and made it something almost like a rhythmic callback or something like that? It's a fun way to kind of breathe life into old jokes. Absolutely. So don't Kill your graveyard babies. Theme of <laughs> the show. We're making one long sentence that just combines all the advice <laughs> from Correct. season two. That's right. Uh, so check
1: out that episode with Joy on Nicole Johnson, episode eighteen, uh, episode nineteen. We sat down with Christina Catherine Martinez. How fun!
0: Oh man, really brought much like Sam Talent brings a very different perspective on comedy. One of the things that really stood out to me was she's extremely educated. She is like an art, uh, she was an art critic. So you can imagine how how well-read she is, how intelligent she is. And she leans into the art of clowning, which in essence, removes all the ego and all the intelligence from her, you know, from her daily life and forces her to be funny in a different way. And man, what a great conversation. I loved this one personally. I love her style. Um, just it's a very different conversation for us, but really valuable if you're, if you're trying to one, if you're interested in clowning at all. And two, if you're just looking for something fresh and different to kind of give you some, uh, some thoughts that you might not hear from typical stand-up comics.
1: Yeah, I mean, just looking at at my act, looking at the idea of taking away your your strength, your best strength, and then still finding a way to be funny, which is the exercise she went through when she was doing her clown training. Uh, that that was that was really great things to think about. And you know, what, what can I, I I do a lot of act outs with some of my best bits? What if I just stayed still and really tried to use my voice and use the the writing to to make that make people laugh. That's a scary thought, but that's where some growth can live, right?
0: Yeah, and and she dug. She, I mean, she dove into that, and in her class, because her teacher forced her to not speak, and she had to be, she had to be funny non-verbally, which was the opposite of what her skill set would be, because she's super intelligent and sharp. That's right. Uh, you know, another thing uh, we talked about moonsickness,
1: I've said that so many times so to, my, like, to my wife since that episode. So uh, just another like, kind of to me, like the, the female Sean Patton, just so much fun to talk to. She had some great, just a just a fun episode. So <laughs>
0: silly, words. Uh, silly words. That's a, that's another great tip. You know, if you if there's a way that you can interchange a silly word for a boring word.
1: Oh and, and one more quick quick one that we didn't watch her stand up. We watched a clip that she created. Uh, it was a, a fake commercial. And uh, with the way she it was a great lesson because everybody's talking about how do you put content out online, especially because a lot of us can't do stand up with the pandemic. And she forced herself to create these videos because she had a show and then she would have these commercials as intermissions. Yeah. So that was her way of making herself do this thing that she really didn't care to do or, or whatever our excuses are not to put this content together. That was her way of doing that. And it was, it was fantastic.
0: Yeah, what a great – I mean, yeah, just being inventive, just keeping it fun, doing a live in-person commercial or or, or showing that in the middle of a show. Just a fun, inventive person, and if you're looking for some creative spark, this is a great episode for you. Christina Catherine Martinez,
1: episode 19, and then we wrapped with – our season finale Let me do a quick video
0: you know i do a lot of writing in hotel rooms because you can get some real freedom and you're on the road i feel like it gets the juices jizzing i like to walk and talk i pace mm-hmm. it out you know i walk around the hotel and say so uber's weird i'll tell you that i do it's really embarrassing and <laughs> you know here's like a this is what i did last night and I'm trying to work on this whole bit about how women wear heels, but they're the ones who are like tall men. So shouldn't we be wearing the heels? Blah, 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 blah. And I just say that and I talk it out in my hotel room over and over into a hairbrush, like a psycho. And, <laughs> and then some funny line will come and I'll write that funny line down.
1: Get the juices jizzing! Uh, yeah, that's of course Mark Norman or Queef if you're watching the video. Uh, what a great interview!
0: Yeah, he really pulled back. I mean, he as he does. If you follow Mark Norman, we're not telling you anything you haven't heard before. This guy is very open about his process. He shares with us his writing style and really gets into the nitty gritty on it. Um, a little bit about his his history and his style of comedy, and um, man, it's just the clip that we use is also great. It gets a, you get to hear some of his kind of his philosophy on comedy writing, uh, where he kind of pushes the boundaries but always tries to keep it fun. You know, he's one of these guys that's just punchline heavy. His last special, I think, has double the punchlines of most uh, <laughs> most forty five or hour long specials for sure. And also the highlight of the episode. Yeah, he takes a shit on our show. Yeah, literally. <laughs> he is on the toilet um, and takes care of some, some much-needed business while on the episode with us. You only, you only really get the full uh, impact of that if you watch the YouTube uh, version. <laughs> Heads up. So that was the season finale, the the uh, amazing yeah. So
1: if you haven't already, go, go check out that interview with Mark. Uh, I think we explored some different areas that, you know, we tried to, to go some different directions than a lot. He has a lot of these interviews, right? And we, so we've tried to be a little bit different. So I think you'll find some of that in here because we did put the work in to do that. So check out that interview with Mark and uh, you get all these interviews on breaking And of course we're on the iTunes and Google and you ask Alexa and find us on YouTube and iHeartRadio Drew I mean Pandora damn it wherever you get them we're there
0: Also good point to remember we had an issue about uh, with our ser- our server kind of was putting the episodes up and it was hiding some of the episodes so if you checked out and you only saw um, okay. season 2 on there don't forget there's a whole first season there's whole 20 full episodes or 20 I guess with our recap maybe like 21 full episodes there so if you checked in and you only saw 10 know that that we found a way to sh- make sure those are all visible now so you can go back and see the full library and uh, maybe there's some guys in that first season you didn't see previously They're great wonderful great uh episodes on that first season as well as we were just kind of figuring out this thing
1: yeah yeah so go back and check out season one two please please uh so many great ones starting with andy huggins scott dickers our friend Jewel byers john Reap. there's Sarah Tiana for roasting, if you're doing anything around roast. There's so much great stuff in there. And uh, and actually, I want to call out one of our interviews, uh, Sarah Tolomash. Uh, She has a podcast with our uh, first guest of season three. So we're going to be talking with Adrian Iapaluchi. That's going to be uh, next week, which is, uh, what are we doing, January 22nd. We do them at noon Eastern. Of course, it'll be be released on uh, January 23rd, the day after, on Saturday. Uh, Let's quickly, she's got an album that that either just came out or it's about to. It's called Baby Skeletons. Drew, I got a quick clip I'm going to play from her latest album with Adrienne. I think the hardest part about getting away with murder is not being able to brag about it to your friends.
0: Right? You're at a party, your friend's going on about his promotion, and you're like... I'm doing stuff too.
1: I saw a commercial for a kid that's been missing since 1982. Yeah, you just want to tell these parents, give up. He's old enough to have his own missing kids. Do you think there's like a 35 year old guy out there just walking around Disneyland lost? No, your kid is dead. Come on, What does everyone in here have a missing child? <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't be at a comedy show. Drew, don't kill your damn graveyard babies.
0: <laughs> she's uh, definitely got that Tolomache energy. I could see how them are, they're like kindred souls. They both have a similar style.
1: Yeah, I mean, she's got the, the dark humor that I just love. So uh, that's a, a great example of it and uh she was on the degenerates on netflix and uh, of course yeah, yeah. yeah of course you'll see you on the season two and then you'll see her uh at the comedy cellar there so she's a seller comic and just so excited to pick her brain because that she's got my genre i love that kind of stuff
0: <laughs> that's awesome so that that's uh, episode one of season three coming next friday i'm um, excited to get into this season three man we're still rolling um hey shoot us if you have some uh, suggestions about who we should be reaching out to for for season three we still have some slots open so feel free to uh, suggest uh, some comics as we book out the season and um don't forget to to pop in and be a part of those the comedy uh, online open mics we do on most tuesdays we'd love to have you in there whether you are a brand new comic or a seasoned vet we have we have all types at all skill levels and i think it's beneficial for everyone
1: yeah. So if you want to take part of those mics, just send us an email, breaking down at gmail.com. Also follow us, tag us on social media. We've had a lot of, if, if we're helping you grow in any way, share it uh, on social media, share it with a friend for real. Uh, if you send us your address, Drew will personally come and deliver stickers to you. We have these breaking down bits stickers you can hand out at open mics, uh, but and just, just so happy that everybody, uh, all the feedback we've gotten, uh, some of the shows we get to work with some people now that we've met through the show in uh, live comedy and uh, just excited to see where else this can go in season three
0: yeah if you send five dollars with that address I'll also come slathered in the that's it well look guys this is uh,
1: breaking down bits we are looking forward to seeing everybody in season three y'all get out there keep writing and uh, and we'll see you guys in
0: a week See you, Drew. Later. Thanks for listening to Breaking Down Bits. You can keep in touch or get more when you follow at Breaking Down Bits on social media. Visit the website BreakingDownBits.com or shoot us an email at BreakingDownBits at gmail.com.